Wilder, I missed you. It's been a, it's almost been two weeks because I was out and about and unable to do it, but I'm so glad to be back. Me too. Glad to see your face. <laughs> your face and your face. Yay. Um, and also we did get a couple of emails saying, where are you guys? So people are anticipating. Hey, hey. look at that. Yeah, but we're going to do two things today. Um, the first one is the first lady, which... Uh, yeah. And basically what it is, is a series. It's an original series by Showtime. And what they've done is they're showing us the backstory of three first ladies of the United States, Michelle Obama. Um, I was going to say Michelle Pfeiffer, <laughs> Betty Ford, Betty Ford played by Michelle Pfeiffer and Eleanor Roosevelt. And yeah, I don't. I I can't say that there's been something like this ever done before. Um, I don't know. I mean, actually. look, there's been plenty of of movies where the first ladies show up, but this is all about their story. Their I trajectory. mean, there's plenty of stuff on Eleanor. There's been yeah, plenty done on Eleanor, but not about what she suffered during the administration. So, I mean, I've seen a lot of Eleanor's documentaries i know her granddaughter and i you know I'm i mean they're fan. doing i don't know if it's cut out come out yet but there's a story of Ex eleanor and hick that's being done yeah by um, the way and everybody's saying that for sure watch that documentary but what's interesting about this is so they chose these three and one of the things i tried to find out i don't know if you heard anything what made them pick these particular women do you know um well i think viola davis was a big part of why they chose well michelle. i understand um, the michelle obama because that's a huge draw for for yeah. watchers as well i don't know why they chose betty ford um other than it's a very different kind of story to the other two eleanor roosevelt makes sense because she was the first first lady to establish the first lady as a job within the white house well that would have a role of some kind yeah that yeah. wasn't just you know throwing yeah. parties that was actually had their own activist slate right you know but you know what's missing is hillary clinton maybe she was the first one although maybe not i mean eleanor roosevelt wanted him to win also but she was the first first lady that ran in partnership with her husband meaning they planned this for 20 years together Whereas mm -hmm. the women they're showing ended up there by circumstance. You know, I thought they picked Betty Ford because he was never elected to, to the vice presidency or the presidency, her husband. I thought they picked Betty Ford because they needed drama. Well, she's and got it. She has it. He's got it yeah. in spades. Yeah. I yeah. will say, I think Michelle Pfeiffer is outstanding in this role, but I don't think the show is very good. I, you know, I don't either. And one of the things I'm having trouble with, I was really glad they didn't do one and then the other and then another. I'm glad they tried to intermingle them. Oh, we're flashing back and everything else. But I don't think I don't they think did it, it well. They didn't, <laughs> well, they didn't do it well because, and the reason I'm glad they did it is there are, I didn't want to watch, I wouldn't want to watch two hours on Betty Ford. But I, well, I the that's transition funny. is just not done well. I agreed, 100% yeah. agreed. I was very annoyed because I think each of these women deserve their own, their own story, their own season. I, Eleanor Roosevelt, hands down, deserves her own season. Betty Ford's fascinating, her, her arc for this not being what she signed up for, right? Gerald Ford never really had aspirations to be president. Um, 
Nobody and sure liked of, it when he got it. <laughs> well, he landed there. He did land yeah, there. Yeah, um, yeah. And and then, you know, Michelle is, you can't take your her your eyes off of her ever as the real Michelle. Viola is a bit distracting in this role because of what she's doing with her face to try to look like Michelle. And I kind of wish she hadn't done that. You know, it's funny because there have been, a, you know, in the last few years, there have been so many um real life stories being told through acting in series and in drama and in film. And one of the things that I think works best is when you don't try to mimic the the person you're representing. I can't remember which one comes to mind. If I can think of it, I'll bring it up later, but it, I don't think it works. And I think, I, I mean, look, I think Viola Davis felt the pressure and I think we can see it. Yeah. And I think Michelle Pfeiffer's great um she they're, they're a little heavy-handed she's got a drink in her hand in every shot yeah but um, so did betty ford yeah sure but like you know that and you know where she's going um jillian anderson is one of the most beautiful women i think i've ever seen she actually is embracing her age and she keeps getting cast as some of the ugliest women in history and it cracks me up uh she is she's so good she's so stunning even you know watching her as margaret thatcher i was like this is Margaret Thatcher on her best day, right? And this is Eleanor Roosevelt on her best day. Well, you but know, she's Eleanor just, Roosevelt, you can't look away from her. Eleanor Roosevelt suffered greatly from people leading with her looks. Yeah. Yeah, which you just did. Well, no, I didn't. I said yes, she, she was did. She you was just great. did. Yeah, you said, you know, Jillian Anderson is one of the most beautiful actors and here she is playing an ugly woman again. You know, it's like, what? Um, she is though. Well, that's true, but I'm and not they sure. give her these teeth and they keep, they try to make her less beautiful so that she kind of looks like these women. And she's just, she's just too beautiful. <laughs> you know, I think, I think she makes Eleanor Roosevelt beautiful. I really do. I think when I'm looking at her and she's playing the role, I mean, it's one of the reasons to, to watch it. If you want, I'm, I'm not sure I'd recommend it, but, but when you're watching her, she has brought the essence of what made Eleanor Roosevelt one of the oh, most. Oh, yeah. Her strength. Well, probably insane. the most popular first woman in that people loved her and people were suffering greatly while she was first lady. And she was in the streets relating to them, being with them. And her beauty, those people, the people who loved her, never talked about how she looked. You know, I just think it's interesting. Well, it's it's also a time before television, right? When it didn't. That wasn't a major, if you go back and you, if you hear the response to the JFK Richard Nixon debate in 1960, yeah, people who watched it thought Kennedy won. People who listened to it thought Nixon won. Um, well, I, yes, I was, I watched it and I was a huge Nixon fan. I worked for him that summer and, um, I gave all the money I earned back to the campaign and then I cried when he resigned, not because I thought he should stay in office, but because it was a terrible moment in history and everybody was celebrating it as if it was 4th of July. You know, it was really a terrible time in our country. But um, but but truth prevailed and we're living in a time where that's not true anymore. Well, we don't know. There was something to celebrate yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's a horse of another color. But here's the thing. I happen to have lived during these times that they're now showing and we're going to talk a little bit later you know about gaslit where julie roberts julia roberts is playing um is playing martha uh, mitchell yeah thank you <laughs> and 
And I lived during that, too, and I have a lot to say because of it. But here's the thing with Betty Ford. I remember Betty Ford was very – she came out about her alcoholism when she was president. And then she's the one who started the Betty Ford uh, Center, which is a rehab place, which was the first of its kind that could actually work. Yeah. And very rich people went there, but she also made sure other people went there. The thing about Betty Ford is she was fearless, and he enabled her to be. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And I think that's that, the best part of the episode, I think, is her yeah. her speech to the women, the oh, wives of Congress. Fabulous. Yeah. Best part of the episode. Yep. I agree. And Gillian Anderson is phenomenal, by the way. Like, she, you can't not watch yeah. her in anything yeah. that she's in. Yeah. But Michelle Pfeiffer steals the episode. I couldn't watch the second episode because the show was really heavy handed and the transitions don't work. I mean, like, one of the transitions I think is from think that's the problem with it. There's really. a, there's a shot of, by the way, Kiefer Sutherland playing FDR, which choices, um, but there's a shot of him. And then they transition to a statue of FDR that Michelle Pfeiffer is standing next to. And I was like, really, that was, <laughs> that was how you tied these two yeah, time yeah. periods together. <laughs> yeah. And the other, and the other thing is, um, you know, she did have a huge role in him becoming president. I'm not sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He wouldn't have, it wouldn't have happened without her. They were right. a team. They weren't a great couple for many, many reasons, uh, but they were a great team. Yeah. Um, anyway, she's a, she's a worthwhile study. I'm not sure. And I would love to, and I love some of what I'm learning that I didn't know because I've read a couple of biographies of her and some things in there are not, are not, Eleanor? I haven't read them, but but I will also say, I just think it's like dribs and drabs and they're not pulled together and I don't get a full picture and, you know, I don't know. It's so not well done. They don't yeah. mirror each other. I think they didn't do Hillary because she's too, by, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She, she's divisive, maybe divisive. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. That's the yeah. one. Um, <laughs> she is too divisive. I think with Michelle, Yes, she's divisive, but the divisiveness is so shallow around Michelle that it's kind of easier well, put, to put know, aside. Look, they, they're also looking for for viewers, and if leaving yeah. Michelle, they wouldn't have gotten the viewers. And Hillary's complicated, right? Yeah. I mean, I think I think if you're looking at American Scandal, you're seeing or American History, whatever the Ryan show is. Um, Hillary's complicated. She's a complicated first lady. She had some scandals during her time. Michelle didn't right and oh, only, not a, only not a one yeah um, <laughs> but I but I, here's a couple things I didn't know like there's some interesting things about the Michelle story I didn't know that she fought Ram I thought Ram and I thought they were all really good friends and that she was happy he was chief of staff when they started out mm -hmm. and I can see now how they were trying to place her in a role and and but I I think Obama who's played by you know who's you know whose son that is oh no who um, <laughs> well, you can look it up while I'm telling my story because I just had a mental block. Um, oh, it's, um, De Niro's son. Oh, that's young Obama. Yeah. The young Obama. Oh yeah. yeah. No, not yeah, young. Julie, Obama Julie De Niro? Is, yeah, is played by De Niro's son. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. They, pu um, they but, push his ears out. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, well really they, one, they pushed one of them out and left the other one in. It was weird. But anyway, um, but I... I think I think that's probably he portrays him quite well. And the way I worked on the Obama campaign, so I had interactions with him in the first, you know, in 2000, um, 2008. And 
that's exactly how he's like, he was like, I, I think what they show that I haven't seen anywhere else when I've seen other renditions of him is he's like Teflon. So if you're oh, really yeah. upset, it's like he, he murmurs, you know, the way men should learn to do. And he murmurs, <laughs> but he doesn't really stand up to you or anyone else. He doesn't address the issues. And I think, yeah. and I think they're portraying him really well there, but but look, I think the stories are worth telling. I just don't think they did a good job here. I just don't. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. Um, wait, there's did you, no... wait, stop. I know. I wait, know. What do we do here? Do we stop and raise our glasses? No, now we go to something I've that I've got I'm a sh- bottle of that... water. <laughs> I raised my glass to you that you agree with me. Finally, she's seeing the light, everyone. Okay. I don't know, moment. guys. I don't know. This might, this might be going a little too far for me. Okay, uh, and then the well, the second one that I'd wanted to do because it's all part of the same sort of part and parcel was um, Martha Mitchell's Watergate story called Gaslit because she was, you know, talk about a perfect storm of gaslighting. This was Martha Mitchell. But here's the clincher before we launch into it. Um, I remember Martha Mitchell very well. And I remember I was such, I was so duped by the media. I thought she was crazy. I thought, as did most uh, normal people. Look, there were women who celebrated her openness at first, but then once Watergate hit, and she was like, they, you know, they made her into a crazy woman. And she, when she spoke, she had zero credibility. And I remember seeing her on the news over and over again, and I didn't even listen. Yeah. And all I can tell you is once again, I was living, I have learned so much about the 60s and 70s in which I lived, where I was the perfect girl for these, I hate to say it, but white men, you know, ruling the country, trying to keep us in our place where, uh, you know, they just made sure I thought what they wanted me to think. And well, then you I did would... work for Richard Nixon, so. Well, <laughs> Well, I went to the University of Nebraska and I was head of the Young Republicans. Now, by the way, when Nixon resigned, I was working at a place I was working at a place called Crystal Lake Lodge in upstate New York, which was right out of Dirty Dancing. And they were all communists who came there and they'd stay for a week and we'd serve them for a week and we knew them well. And anyway, they put they set up chairs and brought in a TV. There was no TV there. And we watched it and they cheered and I stood in the back of the room and cried. Again, not because I thought he was horrible by then. I was so devastated by what had happened. But I cried because it was a terrible moment in our history. But when I got back to Nebraska, I the there I went back to Nebraska right after that because he resigned in August and I had to get back to school. And I the, there was a newspaper in my sorority the day he resigned, the day after he resigned, it was on page two. What was on page one? A University of Nebraska football team was back at practice. Obviously, obviously. Okay, but you know, but but that's perspective for already the great divide of information presentation. Do you know what I mean? And um, but what did you think of Gaslit? And what did you think of Julia Roberts in it? I'm loving Gaslit. I think it's got a great sense of humor. I think it's. I have to say that Dan Stevens is. He's amazing in it. Well, the way they're making white these white men out to be idiots is these very, bumbling you know idiots. All, I am all in, and you know what? I will watch it twice if that helps. Because I think 
Yeah, I think Julia Roberts is really good. I will say her but don't accent. You just see Julia, I just see her over and over. I don't look at her and think Martha Mitchell. I look at her and see there's Julia Roberts with a Southern accent. With a sometimes Southern accent. Yeah, uh, uh, that's probably She's a little intermittent with that she's, accent. You know, um, she, I've never felt she was a great actor. I think she's one of the most beautiful women in the world. But, but she's never... really entertaining. Oh, she can like, do comedy. No, that's the thing is, is I, I, so I'm a generation removed from this. I didn't know Martha Mitchell was not a factor in my, in my education, in my everyday life. Right. So for me, this works just fine because I don't have the reality to pair it against. And she's so entertaining. Whereas Sean Penn totally lost him in the role. I like there, I didn't know who it was. Brilliant in the role. Yeah. I, no, no, he, he is. That's what I'm saying though. It's like, I, I watched, I was like, who is that? And I knew he was in it. So I was waiting for him to show up. And there's no, there's a moment where they're in her dressing room where he's dancing with their daughter and, you can and he see makes him. this face. And I was like, oh, it's that Sean Penn. Obviously <laughs> that's Sean Penn, yeah. but he's covered in like layers and layers. I, by the way, hours, much and hour, hours and hours and hours. Now, one of the things Julia said is that she has such respect for Sean Penn and I didn't realize it. They've been friends for, for decades, long really, time. really yeah, close very friends. Long time. Yeah. And she said it was really hot. And here she was with this huge hair and she had to wear these fur coats and she was complaining, oh, can you take this coat off me? You know? And she said, there's Sean Penn in a suit with this makeup that was made it 20 degrees hotter than 100 degrees. And probably like 20 pounds heavier. And never ever complained not one bit and she said he she made him feel like a fool you know he made her feel like a fool but she said he is the consummate supportive she loved 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 acting with him in this so that was good i will say he's not he's not without conflict though he did shut down their production until it was uh, mandated that everyone on set be vaccinated yeah but however you feel about that he, they were most of the way through production already. Like they were pretty much done by the time he did this. It was a soapbox grandstanding moment. Yeah, but I don't know. There's a piece of me that thinks the fact that he has the power to be able to do that helps the people yeah. whose kids were compromised who had to show up, you know? Um, I, um, I don't disagree, but it, that also means I'm sure a few people quit because they didn't want to be forced to get vaccinated. Yeah. Um, and that's their right. I yeah. do think Shea Wiggum as Libby is fantastic. <laughs> he comes in with this pitch to start with, but like the whole show is just very smart. It's very funny. Um, I know the the producer of it, Sam Asmail, I used to work for his wife. Um, they, they've found a tone in this that just works throughout. It pokes enough fun while also not ignoring how serious the subject is. Yeah. Well, and also we, it's only, there's only, there've only been two episodes to watch and the next episode, they actually start, I mean, I'm going to say this, it's fine. They actually start drugging her because they're terrified. Once Watergate hits, they locked her in a room so she could not speak because she knew the truth. So, and they were terrified that she would become exactly what she became, you know, but there's a moment when he slaps her. You know, we're talking yeah. about assault, by the way, but let's not even go there, right? Also the 1970s, right? Uh, like, Well, that's true. Not he that it was okay her. then either. I, I love her. You know, she's got that Southern woman. You know, Southern women are very, very strong. And she looks at him and goes, my mama slapped me harder than that. Yeah. And I thought, A, it's a 
beautifully written line. She delivers it for her very well. And, you know, um, I think I think that it's a moment. And I loved the moment where she was defiantly saying, you don't get to upset me. You don't get to make me feel bad, yeah. you know. Um, but by the way, Julie, you know, when you see Martha Mitchell, you should look her up, you should Google her, and you should then go to video because you got to watch at least one or two of Martha Mitchell's real um, – it's a great opportunity to watch one of her, her press conferences. And then as you're watching this, you really get to see the comparison between Martha Mitchell. But what you'll think is, my God, she's so much older than Julia Roberts. But the truth is, just so you know, Julia Roberts is one year younger than Martha Mitchell was when all this happened. It's just women looked older then. You know, it's just uh, it's just interesting. Yeah, you know? uh, there's there's a lot of reasons for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm yeah, sure, but I'm sure the smoking didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> But even 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 in view of the knife, you know, it's not she just looks older. You know, I mean, people. I, I will say one of the things they do really well is set the period. Right. The cars are great. The costumes are great. Oh, but fabulous. there is yeah. not a scene. The parties where people, were great. The parties, parties are great. great. But there's not a scene where people aren't smoking. Right. In in rooms outside. It doesn't matter wherever. And but wait, I, I smoked every minute of every day, too. I know. That's what I, that's why I yeah. love it. They, yeah. they really like, by the way, I miss it every day. <laughs> the, I'm sorry. You know, You're better off really, for not yeah, doing you know, that. At the sorority, you know, after dinner, before dinner, yeah. during final, you know, so yeah, but they also, they do the parties really well, but also I did not realize that Trisha, I mean that, um, that Nixon, I didn't realize that she hated Martha Mitchell. I mean, I can understand why Martha Mitchell has had the personality that Richard Nixon's wife did not have, you know? Well, yeah. Pat Nixon was not, the, not our most care. She's not in the first lady show for a reason. Yeah. But also she um, never did anything either. Nothing, you know, I don't well, she, she actually is up. in the first lady show for five seconds. Um, <laughs> they have to yeah. share a chair. Um, I think, I think the whole administration hated her though. I think it was, I think it was kind of like, there was a memo that everybody, not that there actually was a memo, but I, I imagine the word on the street was that Martha Mitchell was public enemy number one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but I, I, Arnie, I will say, Arnie, sorry, Arnie, go ahead. Arnie Hammer and Joel Egerton were originally cast to play the lead. Uh, both yeah. dropped out. Interestingly, Hammer dropped out because of his public scandal around rape right. allegations and Egerton dropped out due to scheduling conflicts but it's just so interesting and so you end up with that bad boy anyway <laughs> sean penn you know well joel egerton was also supposed to direct it um he oh, was i didn't know that and yeah. his brother were supposed to write and direct it and joel i think joel's incredibly talented um they ended up getting matt ross to direct the first couple of episodes and i if you guys have not seen the movie captain fantastic it's Matt Ross's, I think it's his directorial debut. You'd recognize him if you watch Silicon Valley. He's also, he's also an actor. Um, Captain Fantastic is one of my favorite movies in the past 10 years. Oh, cool. It's yeah. amazing. He's incredibly talented. Uh, he's someone I desperately want to work with. I think he's incredibly smart. Um, so I love what he's done here. I think he's done a brilliant job. I think Dan Stevens has this, incredible ability for comedy that I didn't expect out of him coming out of, you know, down Nabby. Um, and he's, 
he's just delightful in every turn of this and he's an idiot and like he gets his you know i imagine he gets his comeuppance but i enjoy watching every scene with him in it no i I, but i think it's really well done i think transitions are well done especially when you know i was alternating between bad transition 101 so yeah so i but i recommend it and also i think it's showing a new side of you know we've all watched you know all the president's men you know watergate we know the story yeah you know the story is the other side of a piece of the story which by the way without martha mitchell watergate wouldn't have succeeded you know they would not they would not have gone down nixon would not have gone down without martha mitchell because she is the one who actually gave people the information they needed to go get him oh yeah absolutely and i it, though it is like a comedy of errors of how many things they did wrong, they do a really great job of showing you just how inept most of these people are. And one of the guys um, who, the guy who plays James McCord, Chris Bauer, I I love. He's well, a great McCord character. is certifiable, but he's he was been, certifiable, yeah. And but he's he's so incredibly inept <laughs> in this and the absolute reason that they they all end up going down right he's he's the one who needs to fall on the sword but he he's also the one who points out nixon's so far ahead in the polls why do we need an espionage yeah. unit well, a and number it, of, yeah a number of people dean says it at the beginning of the show it's just like it, you're it, you guys are risking a lot for very little return <laughs> Well, you know, Nixon always had this huge sense of fear. He was not liked. He couldn't relate to people. He didn't understand why no one liked him. He was always paranoid about not being liked and not being able to win. So it's not surprising that he said, I'm going to I'm going to do this anyway. But. You know, but the irony so, is fantastic. So poorly done. Yeah, really. <laughs> anyway, so and we're gonna wrap up with the fact that I we both I can't believe it. We both <gasps> recommend Gaslit, but yes, not so much but the, not first the first lady. lady. Which I'm really sad about, by the way. There should be a great show about the first ladies. There are so many remarkable women who have been first ladies yep. who we don't talk about at all. Yep. I mean, if if we're gonna talk about, you know, Dolly Madison. She deserves her own show. Like she set the table, and then you know the War of eighteen twelve happened, and the British yeah. came no, and ate her I dinner. Mean, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, I'm all in. All right, so we are all in, everybody. So definitely take a look and go, go, go. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. I know you too. So good to see you again. Yay! You too. Okay. Bye, everyone. <laughs>